Hello, hello. And welcome back to the HS Podcast. That's right, this is Urban Society. You're listening to episode number 49. Almost halfway to the centennial. Thank you guys for coming back. And if you're wondering what's playing in the background, this is the Mars Volta, Cassandra, Gemini, Famine, Pulse, which is the subsection to the great song. Take a second and just listen to this, all right? This is off their album, Francis the Mute, released in 2005. Lose your mind for a little bit. Another round of applause for everybody tuning back in. I am your host, Herb, and uh, I appreciate you guys for coming on back. I know that was a chaotic start, but I cannot tell you how pumped I am for the Mars Volta concert coming up, and it's just a month away. Oh, two months. It's two months away. Ooh, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. It's going to be great, but... Like I said, appreciate you guys for coming back. This is the HNS Podcast, episode number 49. And today, we don't have too much news to cover. So we're going to talk about a little bit of bullshit. A little bit of shit that I've been wanting to talk about. I don't know if, uh, how well I'll be able to um, articulate uh, my thoughts today. But we'll see what's up. So for one, round of applause again to you guys for coming back. Listening to yet again another episode. And uh, we're going to kick things off like I try to do with uh, new music. So if you guys have been um, keeping your ears to the to the new releases, you may have heard Megan Thee Stallion just dropped an album called Traumazine. I haven't yet heard anything off of it except maybe like the singles that come that came out. But, um, you know, if there's Megan Thee Stallion's fans out there, feel free to go check it out. Rod Wave also dropped another project called Beautiful Mind. You know, if you guys fuck with Rod Wave, go check that shit out. Um, apparently, there was also a, uh, a whole album dropped by a Mexican group that a lot of people actually fuck with called Santa Fe Clan. It's called Mundo. And it was, uh, yeah, you know, I, I peeped it a little bit. I listened to the first couple songs in the beginning. And it's some good shit, you know, some good shit. It's definitely, they're going a little bit more poppy, you know, than what they're used to making. But they're doing some good shit. You know, YG, YG dropped a single. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls dropped a fucking album. They're still out here doing their shit, you know. Um, Babyface drops up with Kehlani. It was, it was... It's been a, a busy week, you know. The Isley Brothers dropped something. You know, it's just... Um, we're out here, you know. Fortet, for those of you guys who are into more of like the instrumental, I guess, music, Fortet dropped two songs. So, it was a it was a good week. You know, Young Nudie dropped the whole project. Depends on what you like. Depends on what you like. 
Alicia Keys, she dropped the album. Everybody's been waiting, you know. Apparently the um, the Kanye song wasn't actually part of this record, which we wouldn't have thought, you know. Definitely, that's a uh, a promotional single to try to get the hype and shit. But you know, yeah, Alicia Keys dropped a record. So it's been a good week for music. Round of applause to everybody that dropped some music this week. Corday came back also with a motherfucking two-piece, which I've heard people have been saying it's pretty good. So yeah, man. But speaking of music, I want to talk about um, a person who everybody was anticipating dropped an album this year. And... It took a while. It took a while for him to actually drop. We're actually waiting for fucking, what, five years, if not more. And that artist is Kendrick Lamar. Okay? And Kendrick Lamar finally came out this year, dropped Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And if you guys remember that record, there was a song on there that can be triggering and difficult to listen to. But it is realistic and it is artistic. And as of, you know, from what I've heard recently, Kendrick Lamar, We Cry Together, had a short film that is now actually eligible and qualified for an Oscars for Best Live Action Short Film. So quick Round of motherfucking applause to uh, Kendrick Lamar. His uh, fucking artistic mind and just how how great I imagine. Apparently there was a showing somewhere in um where was it? Somewhere in Compton, I think, or might have been some other cities. But people actually got to see this short film, and I'm not sure what they reported. I mean, I guess I kind of I follow the Reddit threads. But nothing really stood out, right? So unless I haven't necessarily looked at those at those posts, but the fact that this is eligible now for an Oscar brings him one step closer to actually being. You know how everybody says there's egots, there's egot recipients, which they get one of each. He might be a pegot recipient, okay? And that's a Pulitzer Prize, an Emmy a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Guys, we cannot forget that Kendrick Lamar is dropping a movie, okay? Apparently later this year with Trey Parker and Matt Stone of South Park fame, of, you know, like uh, Team America fame, you know, and it's a live action comedy. And you already know that the intelligence of this man, he's probably going to be adding some brilliant social commentary. He's going to be adding super comedic perspectives that that not only are a are they going to be uncomfortable and potentially groundbreaking as far as nobody's, you know, potentially brought that to the mainstream conversations that haven't been brought to the mainstream as of yet. And that's, that's saying a lot, because there's a lot of conversations that have been mainstream in the last 10 years that people would have said before that have been, like, way, way, way progressive. So I already know that this film 
is going to be next level. We already see what he's doing with PG Lang. He's done um, commercials with, was it Calvin Klein, I think, commercials with other, other brands. He's recently dropped them for Cash App. And the cinematography behind these commercials, the, the, the simplicity behind what is being said and the space of, you know, where it lets it kind of breathe and then the cinematography takes over, it's brilliantly shot. Like, if they're, this man and his team, Kendrick Lamar, Dave Free, and whoever else is helping him out in PG Lang, they are doing things that might bring him one step closer to being a fucking PGOT recipient. And that, or recipient. And, um, and if that happens, he, that could, it could very easily be argued that Kendrick Lamar is potentially the most influential artist in this whole generation. However, Fogman, it's kind of hard to say, you know, because here I go again. Are you guys ready? You guys ready? This is a yay. This is this is low key, kind of like a yay podcast. You right? So, no shots fired towards Kendrick, but I think I think there's got to be a you know yay's got to be working on some shit to potentially do the same shit. But Kendrick being um, one step closer to doing this with the Oscar for that short film is impressive. This uh this new route he's taking with this you know I heard this tour is phenomenal I heard that everybody's having a blast at this tour it's not only the the you know the visual aspects that he's adding to the you know performance elements but also just like the way he's you know adding the crowd um what do you call it interaction I've heard I heard that this tour is the shit and I'm actually upset that I haven't gotten tickets. I'm potentially going to try to reach out and get some tickets because there's always people selling last-minute tickets. I don't care what seat it is. I'm going to try to get some tickets. But, man, shout-out to Kendrick Lamar, okay? He's potentially going to be one of the most influential artists, one of the most well-respected, well-accomplished artists of our generation. And he very damn well deserves it, man. Kendrick Lamar is still in his early 30s. I mean, this man, this has he has so much to accomplish. And... You know, it's impressive. It's very impressive. So, at 35 years old, he's one step closer. He's He's got, what, like two, three to go? That ain't shit. That ain't shit, guys. He's got this shit. He's got this shit. So, shout out Kendrick Lamar. Shout out TDE. Shout out PG Lang. Shout out everybody who's, um, who, who who's, you know, has a, a part in his success in the amazing things that are being accomplished with his team, with his art, with his vision, and all that stuff. So, you know, know, yeah, big shout-outs. But also, speaking of big shout-outs, all right, I want to give a quick round of applause, all right? I recently found this show that you guys are not going to believe. Hilarious. This is my raza out there, all right? One more round of applause, and I'm actually going to give a motherfucking air horn, Okay. This show is called This Fool, and it's streaming now on Hulu. And I got to tell you, this show is amazing. It's amazing. I have never felt more represented 
Then on this fucking show called This Fool, it's, man, you guys have got to check this shit out, okay? Um, I don't want to spoil too much, okay? So I don't know if you guys know any of these actors. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of riff off some names of some people that are in here. There's uh, Chris Estrada, all right? There's uh, Michelle Ortiz. There's um, Trevion Plazant. There's uh, Michael Imperioli. You know, there's a lot of people in here, man. There's a lot of you. Look, it might not be a cast you guys know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of you know, Frankie Quinones. Like it's a lot of Latin comedians, a lot of Latin faces who have apparently who have apparently made a presence for themselves online. You know, with uh, you know, with different brands, whether it being you know trying out different foods or being comedians or doing sketch comedy. There's even a couple shout-outs to a brand called... Uh, and I've actually given them shout-outs on this fucking podcast before, too. But there's just a couple shout-outs to this brand called um, Fools Gone Wild, which is an Instagram page that does funny-as-fuck uh, voiceovers and just comedy skits. And they have brands and merch. And, you know, t- t- I haven't actually supported and bought some merch, so I'm going to do that shit soon. I'm going to do that shit soon. Because the fact that they have ties with this show, it's even more impressive, you know. So, for all of my Latin Raza out there who listens to this podcast, if you guys are struggling to find good content to just kind of sit back and watch, which I'm kind of sad because I rented this bitch really fucking fast. If you guys are struggling to find something to watch, this fool, and that's fool, F-O-O-L, you know, like the paisa say, like, this fucking fool. Dog, this fool, brand new show. It actually premiered August 12th, dog. So that means I didn't give it a chance. It just came out and we ran through this motherfucker. This is the good ass fucking show. I can't speak more highly about it. Round of a fucking applause to everybody who was involved with the show. Round of applause to uh, everybody who um, who loves this show, who supports this show. And shout out to the fucking Rasa, man. Shout out to the motherfucking Rasa making big ass moves. This is dope. This is dope. Not only is this comedic goodness, but like the way it kind of, it incorporates the bilingual aspect of just like, you know, our moms and shit speaking shit to us in Spanish and English and also like, you know, their their old little habits and shit and shit. It's, trust me, guys, trust me. You're going to love this show. Every character is not necessarily perfectly casted and i'm not talking shit but some characters are a little rough around the edges but all around all around this show is pretty fucking good so if you guys haven't yet checked it out check out this motherfucking fool it's called this fool on hulu and it's dope as fuck man it's dope as fuck so yeah one more time shout out shout out and uh run across everybody on that fucking show Not to mention, their soundtrack, their soundtrack is perfect. Like, if you guys are Latinos and shit, like, these are probably songs you, you listen to on a daily, all right? Like, just imagine, imagine um, just chilling back, watching this funny-ass show, and all of a sudden, some chill comes on, you know? Maybe not something like this, but you feel just, you feel just at home, you know? You feel just at home. 
But anyways, man, let's talk about some, uh, let's talk about some more shit, you know. For those of you guys wondering what this smooth, smooth song in the background is called, this is, uh, Como Te Voy a Olvidar by Los Angeles Azules. And, um, that song stuck in my head a couple days ago at work, and I had an earworm, and I needed to figure out what the hell it was, and I finally figured out it was Los Angeles Azules. So, big shout out to Antonio at work. I know he doesn't, sh- I know he doesn't listen to this fucking show. But if for one reason, for whatever reason he decides to listen, big shout out to him. And since I'm saying big shout outs, since I'm giving shout outs to people who probably don't listen to the show, I want to give another shout out to uh, two people. One who I probably may have given a shout out way, way, way back when it actually first dropped. And another one, another one just got delivered. So real quick, shout out to Ethan Ruggs. Who made us a custom H&S rug that is on the table right now looking crispy as fuck. And shout out to uh, O'Crochela. Who, uh, Crochela, sent us a uh, custom little fucking alien thing. You know, and it was initially supposed to be a gift to somebody else. But now it's on the table looking crispy as hell. And you know around here we love fucking aliens, bro. Which I've been listening to some podcasts. I've been listening to some Joe Rogan podcasts about um, not only aliens, you know, with um, who was that recently? Who was on there? He was a uh, a, a UFO guy. Fuck, you guys gotta you guys gotta forgive me for not remembering his name. But um, there's a dude on his podcast recently who was talking about UFOs, and it blew my fucking mind. And then also, just recently, recently, like a couple of days ago, there was apparently a guy on there who was a, a professor of psychiatry who was talking about DMT and um, seeing, you know, the entities, the elves and all that shit. And it really got me to thinking about psychedelics and like their role in human development. And I would really like to have a conversation with somebody, you know, that um, that would like to sit across from me and really ponder upon human evolution and how we truly got here. Because the more and more I think about it, there is a little bit of validity and truth and weight that could be held on the argument of the stoned ape theory, which is that along uh, generations, you know, as the rainforest and tree lines slowly receded, it became farmland and, you know, you know, you know, land, land. And it gave um, rise to more land based agriculture, among that being, you know, fungi and uh, mushrooms and stuff which uh, the monkeys that descended from the tree lines were rummaging around the grass lines and, you know, and they fucked around with the mushrooms and some of those happened to be psychedelic mushrooms. And for people who know, psychedelic mushrooms have a plethora of different effects on people, you know, and some of those happen to be very positive. Um, So there's a, a argument out there proposed by a couple, you know, very more... Way, way more intelligent people than I am. You know, very well studied um, scientists and, and and biologists and stuff. The the theory is called stoned ape theory, and I pre, you know and I recommend you guys go out there and check it out. It's it's by the McKenna, so Terrence McKenna, and I believe his brother is called Dennis McKenna. Um, you guys should 
look into it. Okay, the more and more I think about it, the more validity I believe that theory actually has. And it might explain how we got here. Because I remember a couple years reading a, or not, it wasn't actually reading. It was um, learning through, I think, a documentary and also a series of online, you know, videos and stuff like that. How the majority of the population that actually survived post the Black Plague, post, you know, like the... You know, those terrible times were like, I think a good portion of the world was actually wiped out. Were the people actually drinking alcohol? And that's because alcohol was the only thing being, you know, brewed and purified, I guess, or whatever. While the water, water that everybody else was drinking was more so contaminated and shit. So, <laughs> a good portion of our human history is owed to alcohol. And even if you think about it now, this the strength, the, you know, the fucking chokehold that the alcohol industry has on the world you know it's the most accepted drug for everybody to be under well necessarily not being the safest you know you know like if you're driving behind the wheel drunk as hell uh that's a little dangerous you know well if you're a little stoned you might i mean there might you might get a little sleepy but you might be able to make more of a rational decisions to not drive you know it's it's anyways it's not an argument on what's right you know i'm just saying a good portion of human history can be argued that, you know, is owed towards alcohol, you know, like not only how bars have been constructed, how social gatherings, how sports and all that, everything's kind of built around alcohol, built around social gathering, social drinking. It's interesting to see how a huge portion of our human history that potentially is being ignored or just isn't isn't under understood yet is based around psychedelic mushrooms and it would kind of explain why people have a curiosity and tend to want to do psychedelic mushrooms because it's potentially what took us from being primitive creatures primitive apes to this next state of um you know hyper intelligent creatures you know some other people might argue there's alien intervention which low-key i kind of like that theory a little bit better you know, I, I kind of want to believe that there was another creature that came here and actually, you know, influenced humanity. But the thought of it being a potential psychedelic or, or a drug or something that occurs naturally on Earth, that does induce a more creative or, or introspective or I don't even know how to, how to how to say it, right? But like, just... To know that there could have been an actual product of the earth that shifted, you know, evolution as opposed to, you know, what everybody thinks is, you know, um, you know, religious intervention or holy intervention or even alien intervention. Like, nah, man, maybe it was drugs, you know, maybe it was on the planet, you know, and we, we didn't know how to cook, you know, we didn't know how to like make drugs yet. So, of course, it had to be the natural drug. So what is that? You got pot and you got mushrooms, you know what I'm saying? So. It kind of makes sense. So if you guys haven't yet heard of the of the stoned ape theory, you know, check it out, you know, by Terrence McKenna. Um, I remember hearing about that theory more than 10 years ago. So shout out to Terrence and uh, shout out to the countries out there and the states who are moving forward in a more progressive way of looking at psychedelics. The crazy thing is that I've heard that um, certain alcohol can actually be psychedelic as well. 
as well as like um, recently I was listening to a podcast that described ketamine, which I know a lot of fucking people are on actually. I actually know a couple, not necessarily close friends of mine, but people in my life that were dabbling with ketamine. And I've heard it be described as, like, the psychedelic heroin, which is terrible. But, you know, people are out there doing stuff. And I I feel like there needs to be a more responsible way, a more respectable way of understanding the, the background of it, the history of it, the purpose of it. And, um, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely need to be more research. I I think it's crazy to think, you know, I was just saying it a couple episodes ago. It's crazy to think that for the last, what, 100 years or so, almost 100 now, hemp has been outlawed, cannabis has been outlawed. And it's like, yo, I get it. You don't want the whole population to be stoned. Of course, that's not what you want. But to... To be okay with, on a mass scale, to allow everybody to be drunk, smoking cigarettes, or high as hell on sugars, like, there's a lot of other things out there that are potentially more damaging than a potential little, you know, little reefer cigarette, so. That's that's my stance on it, but of course I'm Irv from the Urban Society podcast. And just in case I haven't introduced myself, one of my once again shout out to motherfucking me, Irv from the Urban Society podcast, and I appreciate you guys tuning in once again. But you know, yeah, kind of my stance on it. But uh, let's see, let's see what else is uh what else is going on. Okay, so I recently heard okay. No, don't 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 take this as fact. But I recently heard that there is a movement going on. A big movement, and it's not a good one. It's not people banding together to start a revolution. It's more of a a bunch of layoffs are happening, okay? And there's a bunch of companies cutting tons of people from work. And I remember a couple episodes ago, I was kind of theorizing and spectating and conspirizing. Not conspirizing, but rambling about conspiracy theories that other people have made about, um, you know, automation and, and people potentially not necessarily being needed for work. But then where does that leave us? You know, where, what is our outlet then? And um, apparently, people are being laid off. And a lot of companies are laying people off. But at the same time that that people might be scared from this, um, it sounds kind of depressing as well. But you know, there's always going to be another Amazon or two opened up. There's always going to be people look, you know, hiring, and Amazon's hire people by the fucking millions. So, I guess it's it can't be that bad. But fuck, man, like it's it's when you step back and you look at really where humanity's going, it's it's pretty nuts, you know. Like you got that girl from uh, Nickelodeon who recently dropped that book, and she was talking a bunch of shit, and. um yeah, you know, Nickelodeon is being accused of sexualizing, like, you know, Ariana Grande when she was being, when she was a child star. And I remember a couple of years ago, it wasn't even a couple, you know, it was like um, a good six, 
years ago, potentially, that I was reading, you know, a lot of shit, and I wasn't necessarily telling anybody, like, I would kind of read it and, tell something and keep it to myself, because, like, you know, I didn't know if people would believe me, and I thought people would think I was nuts, but I was reading a lot of these different theories that are now coming to the surface, and, like, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, man... Humanity is just kind of we're we're an experiment, you know. We gotta have to, we gotta understand that we're just animals, and we're all just kind of out here, fucking around and trying our fucking best. And some days we're having fun, and some days we're shitty, and some days are the withdrawals from the having fun, and some days you know are, we get you know influenced by somebody else having a shitty day, and it throws our day off. And it every day is a literal, literal experiment. And it's like the same way you'd be sitting there in the fucking lab and like chemistry lab, you know, mixing two chemicals together and some might explode and some don't. That's the same way I imagine every human interaction can go. And some people are lucky. They have jobs where you just interact with the same fucking couple chemicals. You know, it's like, well, I already know the people that work here. You know, some days they might have a live wire, but for the most part, we're all being influenced by the same shit every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people out there who are just dealing with, like, the internet and criticism and comments or walk on the street and get told something bad and maybe it's a bad hair day or... Dude, there's so many different variables that affect the way that anybody could react and... It's, it, you know, it's just crazy to think, you know? It's just, there's just so many fucking people on the planet. So many fucking people. I think we all gotta be a little bit nicer to each other. We all gotta be uh, understanding. And fuck, man... For God's sakes, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be depressing. I don't mean to be bleak. But the more and more I read news articles, the more I talk to people who, are a little bit older and are you know very you know, um, inclined to believe in faith and stuff. So like no matter which direction you go, whether it's, you know, whether you're looking at at pop culture for what it is, you know, which is fucking hedonism and just sinfulness and just party and rah, rah, rah. But it's like, yeah, where does that lead to? Or you're listening to the old head's perspective and they're saying, yo, this leads to nothing. We're all in the end of the times. And then you look at the scientist's perspective and it's like, yeah, low key, yo, we're all in the end of times. It's like, yo, man, it's all fucking kind of crazy, you know? So we all gotta be, we all gotta be good to one another, man. There's a lot of us on this fucking planet and... We're just trying our fucking best to navigate life. And it's kind of insane that we're doing it. Like, I remember hearing this on the Joe Joe Rogan podcast, and it really stuck with me. And it's like, people don't stop to think. It's like, yo, you're on a planet that is rotating so fast that it's keeping you grounded through gravity. You're not... The planet is not still. Apparently, it's rotating fast as fuck. And we're still. Make that make sense to me. Make Do you guys even stop to think about that? Probably not. Like, we're all just sitting here watching our shows. We're on our phones. We're, still, we're chilling. We're taking shits. We're driving to the cars. Like, when you really... Like, that's why I don't... I don't blame people when they say like no scientists are bullshit man scientists were put here they were put here to to uh to dis dis uh what's it called this uh oh hold on hold on to disinform us they were here to lie to us right blah 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 they're here to uh you know get us confused and shit about life i get it 
because when you really think about how this planet shit works, how how we are all here as organisms, it's insane. God willing, my my little baby sister's about to have a baby soon. And and when you really, really stop to think about like this whole argument that just happened with Roe versus Wade, it's so silly. Because people are probably drunk as fuck, getting wasted, just having these basic ass fucking surface level arguments about nah I don't think girls should have abortions nah dude they should is that right do you even understand the beauty behind the process going on right now like if you could have it as a transparent fucking screensaver and you're literally watching that shit as you're working as you're sleeping as you're doing this and you're watching the way cells are developing and growing into an organism. And and that's not just putting it to a human perspective level and arguing for the, you know, human rights and stuff and arguing for pro-life. I'm just like to think that that's where we come from as a planet where the where like the the environment and everything had to be just right for us to develop and through time apparently we developed from chimps or from from sea animals that became mammals that became eventually chimps that became chimps that ate mushrooms that became us you know the Sumerians and the Egyptians and the Greeks and the Romans and blah 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 it's compounded 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 like humanity's nuts we take that shit for granted we we're stuck in this motherfucking loop of going to work caught up with the people we love people in our lives our bullshit that we fucking like to follow on social media stuff that we like to watch and we rarely 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 take a step back and think god damn life is kind of beautiful life is kind of beautiful and there's so much madness going on and to think that potentially all this experiment this life at the end of the day we're just mold on a petri dish this shit is gonna just lead to total blackout, you know? We're done, though. That's what they're saying. And it's scary, but at the same time, it's like, doesn't it leave you guys in awe? I think it's pretty interesting, you know? I think humanity is interesting. I think life is interesting. I think the fact that, fucking amen. Elections are almost around the corner, and everybody's about to get into their sheepish mode. And we're all, yay, vote for the vote for the puppet, vote for the puppet. I mean, well, we're not doing shit. I mean, well, actually, we did. Which, like I said, shout out to fucking Kansas Cityans. Went out and proved in local elections that their voice mattered. Guys, we are cells. And tons of cells make what? Eventually, they make, like, tissues and organs and shit. So that means we have to understand that if together we work as one, we can become bigger than just who we are. So life is amazing, man. And uh, if this planet is, uh, if this giant organ in space, this planet that we live on is hurting, we need to try to fix it. Or at least be nice to each other, you know, not hurt each other more. If we get at the very least, at the most molecular levels, human to human, be nice to each other so the cells are happy. So at the very least, our tissues aren't fucking hurting too, too much. We do that, man. We can do that shit. So, guys, be, be, um, sorry for ranting there, but be, 
Be good to one another, man. Be good to one another, you know? Life is life is insane when you really stop and think about it. It's just uh, society and what we did with it is fucking impressive. It's impressive. Like, if you think about 100 years ago, there was probably books coming out. Written by authors, you know, like uh, Fahrenheit 451 saying that, you know, there was these futuristic devices like seashells you could put in your ears where you could hear worlds and music and sound. And now we got fucking Kim Kardashian advertising, you know, flesh-colored, you know, Dr. Dre beats, you know what I'm saying, that are Bluetooth and connect to your phone. Like, you guys take that shit for granted. I take that shit for granted. That shit is nuts. Life is nuts. And we're so much closer to living in a, you know, even better, more futuristic world. Like, if if all of Elon Musk's fucking ideas happen, as far as, like, Hyperloop trains, which aren't necessarily his ideas, but he's bringing them to the United States. You know, Japan's had that, Norway's had that, Iceland's had that, you know, all, all these other countries have already had high-speed rail systems. But if we brought that to the U.S., where we can go from city to city, states away, where usually it would take us hours to drive in a matter of minutes, an hour or two. Instead of, you know, six hours driving, we can get there in 45 minutes or so. And on top of that, we communicate through Neuralink, which is telepathy-based communication, which is pretty much just Bluetooth connected to your fucking head. The same way, you know, you would give... um People with deficiencies now, paraplegics, people who can't necessarily use their limbs, certain devices where they can actually communicate and it's almost like using their mind or using their senses to still type and stuff. It's like a next level of that. So it's not hard. To, it's not that hard to grasp the fact that that technology could be plausible. It's like, yo, that reality is around the corner and we don't even realize it. It's 2022 already. Like... Some days I need to, some days I stop, think, take a breath, and I'm like, fuck. It's been 10 years since I graduated high school. 10 years. Half the technology that we have now was not even around 10 years ago. And you almost forget. Because we're so used to the now. Which is, you know, in a good way, good, because we're not reminiscing on the past. But some days, stop. Stop and think about the past. Think about how fast that is. Ten years. Ten years. When was the last time you guys talked to your grandparents about how how their life was in the early days? I know it's been a while since I've talked to mine. But in the early days, our grandparents, for us who are still blessed around, you know, still blessed to have our grandparents around we're talking two generations ago, right? Or three, however you want to argue it. Yeah, two generations ago. For those of you guys who have three generations still, y'all are really blessed. Ask them, how different was their life when they were young? That's not a long stretch of time, yo. It's really not. There's people my age right now who have kids who are already probably about to be in what? Middle school? They're probably halfway through elementary. That's about our age when we started remembering shit. Like, really remembering shit. Really being affected by shit, you know. 
life happens fast, yo. This technology is right around the corner. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where humanity goes with this Neuralink shit, with this, you know, futuristic evolvement. Because, like, to think that now we could fucking airdrop. Imagine explaining an airdrop to somebody back in the day when we were using handheld VCR cameras. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, cassette tapes. This shit was caught on tape to watch it back. You have to play it in the VCR. We have airdrop now. Your life is nuts. Speaking of life is nuts, you know. I don't want to get you. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to blow you guys. Your you guys' mind too much. You know, that's also on me. It's also on me. You know, I'm a little. I'm a little toasty. I'm a little toasty today. Um, we just finished. We actually just finished that season of this fool, and I was like, "Fuck, man! I gotta get on this podcast. Tell people about it. I'm pretty excited." But uh, shout out to this fool, man. Shout out to Elon Musk. Shout out to Gay. Shout out to Kendrick. Shout out to everybody. Everybody out there doing doing big shit. You guys are appreciated. And life is moving forward. Because of y'all. You know. And hopefully you guys are moving righteously. Moving, you know. Doing creative shit. Doing positive things for the future. But man, this podcast was a ramble. This podcast was a ramble. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, I know there wasn't a lot of news, but, uh, I kind of went, I kind of went on a little ramble there. I went on a little, little rant. Listen, this is an open invite for anybody out there who wants to come on a podcast. Um, just hit me up. You're welcome to come on a podcast, schedule a date. We can come on here and we can ponder crazy shit like I talked about today. Life, conspiracies, the future, the past, cares. Got a newly updated space. It's legit. And if you guys want to come down and visit, it's holler. Schedule some time. That's for now. Appreciate you guys for tuning in one more time. Shout out to all of my listeners out there. You know, you guys are not taken for granted. I don't have a lot of you guys, but for the ones out there, that is shit. I think I'm going to close this podcast out with actually a little bit of a uh, of a song that I fuck with. It's not new or anything, but it's, uh, it's just kind of wrapping up how I'm feeling right now, all right? Appreciate you guys once again for tuning in. Y'all have been great. This song's called Get Together. By the young bloods.
some hippie shit, ain't it? It's some hippie shit. Well, check this out. Show's not over. I got one more plug to say. If you guys haven't yet seen that fucking, um, and I think I may have plugged it this last episode. If you guys haven't yet seen that Woodstock documentary, check that shit out, man. Because it talks about how different the 90s Woodstock was to the 70s. And if you don't know already, you should. Because this was the 70s Woodstock. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another episode of the HNS Podcast. I appreciate all my listeners and all my haters. Please come on to the show. Because I need you too. Everybody tuned in. Thank you. And for those of you guys wondering what's in the background, big shout out to Corn for the song Blind. Up for their 1994 project, Corn. This song destroyed Woodstock 1999. And you guys have got to check out that motherfucking podcast. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, good night. Who gives a fuck?